even if we accept the idea that a safe life is a small life, many of us reassure ourselves that we'll take the real risks later someday when we get rich enough or successful enough or popular enough. Or in other words, we'll take the risks, ironically, when it's safe to do so. But I can tell you from personal experience, that day never comes. If you've been a longtime listener to this show, you've heard me say probably a lot of times, you can't stand out and fit in at the same time. And if you never make anything, right, or if you only make what you're comfortable making, or if you're making, say, something and you never share that thing, I find it's my obligation to call you to that. I think you're hiding. And once you start hiding, something bad happens. You stop growing. Part of you goes to sleep. And even as my own experience, when I reached what I thought was my creative zenith, it took an avalanche almost killing me while I was on assignment in Alaska. I literally almost died in an avalanche. And that was required to wake me up and reveal an even deeper level of what was possible for my creativity. I had to get really real with myself after I looked death in the eye. It sounds dramatic, but it was true. And so now when I, I, I meet people who get stuck at a point where they are just living in this little comfortable bubble without realizing it, I feel so compelled to help do whatever I can to wake them up. Uh, that's what this show is about today. And to take these risks, not just one time, but to take them over and over and over again, requires getting out of your head and tuning into your heart and into your gut. Now, these, these survival instincts, right, that we were uh, either born with or that have evolved to keep us safe from saber-toothed tigers, I've got a newsflash for you. These these may be the same um, instincts that we're responding to when we, uh, you know, feel fear or feel sadness or anger when you know when we see someone not liking our post on Instagram or when the teacher rejects our work or when in the crit in the crit the criticism of our work in art school they you know they say some things that are perhaps unkind. The internet tells you that you didn't do a good job, right? This is biologically wired inside of you. I do not want you to feel bad about this, but newsflash, right? Saber-toothed tigers are extinct and that part of you, that biology that you was responding to these negative comments in art school or on the internet, you know what? They're not, that's not mortal danger. That is your biology's history, looking back, thinking that that comment on the internet is a saber-toothed tiger, but you know, it's not. Our, our, our brains, this multi-million-year-old organ, it turns its attention to these things and it may feel life-threatening to read that comment or to get up and speak in public, for example, or asking somebody out on a date. But these biological things that you're receiving, right? This is our brain's misguided attempt at protecting us. Our brains, they will tell us to fit in, to make friends, to get likes. And yet, 
being your true authentic creative self, being an artist actually means standing out. It means revealing yourself. It means being vulnerable to others. It means you being able to tell the difference between your biological wiring for the saber-toothed tiger on the horizon and all you did was put some new music out there and not everybody has to like it. Art is truth, right? And the truth cuts both ways. Now, I hope that if you're listening to this show right now, watching it, you agree with the idea that creativity is a core human function. I'm not sure why you're following me if you don't agree with that, but I'm, I'm, I don't want to spend time convincing you that creativity plays a fundamental role in our health and our well-being. And if we don't, you know, rev this creative, this, this engine we have inside of us, that something inside is not neutral, right? Something inside withers if we're not actually exercising this part of ourselves. It's not, it's like not using the muscles of your physical body. Your body gets weak. The same is true with these, with this, these creative muscles that we are endowed with at birth. Right. This is true both metaphorically and very practically. It's a use it or lose it type of thing. And, and this is true as it is with, you know, muses and neurons, muscles and the art that you're supposed to put out there in the world that's inside you right now. Because creativity requires risk, right? It requires real risk. Something has to be at stake for you, you personally. What you're doing has to matter. Mistakes should hurt. All those bruised hips and the scraped knees that taught me how to ride a skateboard, you know, if if I knew the outcome before I started trying those tricks or started working in the creative industries or started putting myself out there, or if you don't care what happens, how do we learn lessons, right? How do we acknowledge that this is a fear that we must overcome and how do we harness that fear? And you, you can't if you're not aware of it. So is required for growth. We improve as artists by taking chances. And if you never fail or your work never gets rejected or you don't not succeed at something you set out to do, you're not learning. You're not growing. Mistakes specifically are a sign that you're pushing yourself to your limits and tackling meaningful challenges. Both at home at school or in any variety of, you know, professional capacity, we're taught often that mistakes are bad and that people who are good don't make mistakes good and like at, at their soul, right? They don't make mistakes. And yet we know that the best performers, the top performers in any field, in any genre, they are the ones that routinely take risks, that routinely face rejection, routinely gamble the money, their claim, their legacy in order to keep growing, in order to stand out. I'm reminded of a quote from Jim Rohn um, about risk. He says, it's all risky. The minute you were born, it got risky. If you think trying is risky, wait till they hand you the bill for not trying. If you think investing is risky, wait till they see the tab for not investing. You see, it's all risky. Getting married is risky. Having children is risky. Going into business is risky. Investing your money is risky. Creating art is risky. It's all risky. And I'll tell you how risky life is. You're not going to get out alive. Now, to be fair, I injected that one little art line myself as, as if Jim Rohn said it, but you get the point, right? Even if we accept the idea 
that a safe life is a small life, many of us reassure ourselves that we'll take the real risks later someday when we get rich enough or successful enough or popular enough. Or in other words, we'll take the risks, ironically, when it's safe to do so. But I can tell you from personal experience, that day never comes. Because if you start to build up some success or some fulfillment, then you actually have something to lose. Success, you see, it only raises the stakes, making risks harder to stomach, right? Once you have popularity or money or the, the, the creative you know, acumen to do what you want to do, the risks become scarier than ever. And worst of all, this trap is a gilded cage, right? To everybody else and to even yourself, it can look as though you have everything you've ever wanted and yet you're trapped. Now, I think back to that avalanche I referenced earlier in the show, and I'm grateful for that avalanche, despite the trauma, the real trauma that I experienced from almost dying. Looking back, I can see that if I'd actually continued on the path that I was on, making you know one safe choice after another in hopes of preserving some incremental success, that my personal journey, my creativity, it may have screeched to a halt. I may have lost touch with my core reasons for being, my personal, my personal values that got me started in the first place. So my ask and my hope that you take away from this episode, this show today is you've got to be willing to risk what you've got or know that you're risking what you have right now. Now is the time to decide what price are you willing to pay to live your best life. All right, that's all for today's show. But hey, before you go, I want to say thank you for listening and also for engaging with the platform. Wherever you consume the show, whether it's on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, anywhere, thank you so much. Reviews help a ton if you're willing to. And I want to let you know that in an effort to continue the topics we explore here on the show, or if you have questions, you can always direct your comments to me on all my social feeds. I'm at Chase Jarvis everywhere. But also... I will see your message quicker if you shoot me a text. That's right. I can text directly with you. The best way is to hit me up at 206-309-5177. I get a lot of texts, so I can't always get back to you right in the moment. But trust me, those are my thumbs on the other end of the keyboard. So I want to say thanks so much, and I look forward to engaging with you soon.